Hi, I'm Savannah Jacobson, and I'm here at the Natural History Museum of Utah to give you guys a review on the Yellowstone Invisible Boundaries exhibit. This exhibit is a special exhibit and will only be at the museum for another couple of weeks. Um, and the entire premise of the exhibit is focused on the migrations of the animals within the National Park of Yellowstone. It's very much focused on how there are these boundaries that exist in human minds where the state of Utah is a certain area on a map, but to the creatures, they have their own patterns and they have their own ways of survival, which isn't entirely dependent on some arbitrary line that humans have drawn. When you walk into the museum, you are greeted by a screen that is playing a video showing the plant-human and animal interactions within Yellowstone National Park. The video's audio is an instrumental soundtrack that can be heard throughout all the on-site recordings. The other main sections of the museum include a film showing how people track the migrations and their importance, an example of materials used in the field to track and record the migrations, and an interactive projection where you can watch the patterns of different elk herds within Yellowstone migrate throughout the year. An interesting part of this section is it allows you to pull up different human-assigned boundaries, such as Yellowstone National Park boundaries, state line boundaries, and so on. The rest of the exhibit consists of artwork and photography along the walls. A lot of this museum is contained in a very visual manner with paintings and photographs and maps of migration patterns. The exhibit stimulated my visual and audible senses. Every part of the museum heavily relies on vision. Even the one interactive section is still just a projection. However, with an exhibit talking about animal migrations, I don't think there's a more effective way of showing them. In my opinion, the most effective visual aspects of the exhibit are the interactive projection, paintings, and photographs. They do a good job of emphasizing the broad migration patterns of the animals and showing the animals themselves. The audible sense mainly comes from the soundtrack playing across the entire exhibit. In the one area where the soundtrack isn't playing, there's a video. I get a simple, beautiful, and inspirational sense from the soundtrack. There really wasn't much, if anything, in terms of touch, smell, and taste. Overall, this was a very heavily curated visual exhibit. I'm going to go on a deeper dive of the most effective visual aspects of the museum exhibit. The interactive projection provides good visuals on the migration patterns and human boundaries, as well as details about the elk herds. Out of the nine elk herds in Yellowstone National Park, two herds have been rebounding and thriving due to governmental land purchases. One herd has remained the same. One herd is experiencing reproductive diseases. Two herds are declining due to land loss and human development. One herd winters on public land. And the most thriving elk herd in the mid-1990s has now lost 70% of its population. I think that this is the most effective part of the exhibit, providing details on how human boundaries are affecting the wildlife of Yellowstone. James Prosek is an artist that is inspired by the natural world and who has created the paintings in this exhibit. The most prominent and moving painting for me is titled Yellowstone Composition No. 1, that is approximately a 10 by 10 feet white canvas that has over 700 black animal silhouettes across it. Across the canvas, there are also 12 animal silhouettes depicted in color, symbolizing the creatures who make migrations across Yellowstone's square boundary. It shows that while the park boundaries do contain 12 animal migrations, it does not protect the over 700 species found within Yellowstone National Park. Joe Reese is a National Geographic photographer who has provided his work for the exhibit. 
He shows the animals in their natural habitat as they're making their migrations for the purpose of displaying the beautiful creatures to illustrate what's at stake if humans continue in the same manner. I believe the audience of this exhibit is intended to be for adults. There is an interactive section to entertain kids, and while the photos and paintings are beautiful, I know my nieces and nephews would get bored quick instead wanting to go look at the dinosaurs downstairs. All of the visual presentations again point to this invisible boundaries theme that the animals and their migrations are not entirely contained in the park and they'll really go wherever they want. And to combine this with the interactive exhibit where it shows that these species of elk, like they're not migrating in the park boundaries and they're not migrating in safe areas and as such are becoming more at-risk species as they're losing their population between human development and other animals. It just creates a very problematic picture as these animals, we can't enforce a boundary on them because there are no boundaries. Uh, and it just, it really uh, brings, it's very thought-provoking in the way that it presents the information of like, these are their patterns. And these are human patterns, but humans are winning and their patterns are disappearing.